everybody and welcome back to Escape Rocket Podcast. I'm Evelyn. And I'm Will. And this week we are going to be talking about something that's not Marvel or Star Wars. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's something that has broke the internet. It's something that's very popular anyway. Uh, and something that me and Will are completely obsessed with. And that is sex education. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's the, the Netflix show. <laughs> just oh yeah, yeah but it's not just a general sex <laughs> Yeah, we're just going to be talking about it. No. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's one of my favourite shows that's ever come, come out. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, we're gonna, there's going to be spoilers for it. Um, we're going to be focusing mainly on season three, but we will, I guess, talk a bit about the first two. Yeah, uh, they'll come as into well it. For our, yeah. <laughs> um, so, where do we begin? <laughs> um, I mean, I can, I can kick it off just by saying... It was probably the funniest season out of the, out of the three. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I'll give you that. And maybe most emotional as well. Oh god, yeah. There were some moments in it that I was just <laughs> oh, <laughs> heartbreaking or like, especially the ending. Oh my god, the end. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the end. I am. Um, I think uh, I, don't, I don't. Honestly, my on my notes, I'm just like, what? What's the least impactful thing I can start off with? And none of them are that. <laughs> um, okay, let let's start off with Jean's pregnancy. That's one thing I've got noted down. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. I loved the fact that I, I know it's not necessarily something that the teenager, the teenager audience will relate to, but like the fact that they go into like the adult discussion of co-parenting without necessarily being together. I know they do get together or whatever, but. Yeah, fact, like they're going through therapy together. You get both of their inputs. That's like something that you don't see a lot anywhere. Um, and it's I suppose it's like making it more accessible to a younger audience to make them aware of it as well. Um, yeah. Plus, just baby, cute little baby <laughs> at the end. Cute little baby at the end of it. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really like um, Jacob's. Like struggle with it in this because I mean we see in, in the past that he's I know he's quite quite a quite a traditional guy I guess yeah stereotypical um, dude isn't he yeah yeah and and so he, he does kind of struggle with the co-parenting or you know m- moving in and he's trying to build a free house and it's just <laughs> I just really this like Jacob. <laughs> I like the fact that like he addresses like that he doesn't understand therapy and like he doesn't get yeah. it and whatever. Because I think it is something that a lot of people don't necessarily understand, and they'll watch this show and be like, "Oh, therapy, whatever." But like, not a lot of people get it. I, I, the people who go understand it, but I think it can be something that's difficult for some people to get their heads around. And I think yeah, Jacob's character really shows that. Um, yeah, I mean, this whole show is kind of about therapy, isn't it? Yeah. So now we're talking about therapy. I feel like we can go on to uh, Amy. Yeah. Yeah. Yet more character progression for her, and actually, she's honestly she's really developed into like my favorite character. But I think that's because I relate to her. So. Yeah, <laughs> on some levels, I'm just like I am Amy. <laughs> yeah, I love Amy. She's great. One of the best characters. <laughs> so good, and and like she's played the, the, the emotional vulnerability of it is so real. Um, mm. so that that's credit to Amy Lou Wood who act, who who uh, portrays her. Yeah, um, I, and I really with that emotional vulnerability, I really like the way they showed that at the end of season two. Yeah, um, yeah. I just it, she's like she's so likable, and you you feel really bad for her whenever she 
like gets upset or falls out with anyone. I, I think the fact that she comes like at the end of the series, she comes to the realization that her and Steven aren't working anymore. That that mm. actually really upset me because I was like, oh no, <laughs> no. Um, and then the whole like, will you be my mother thing between her and Maeve? That was uh, just Maeve and Amy are like the best relationship in the entire show. Bully, they are just <laughs> so good together. <laughs> They're the friends that you need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Honestly, when when they had their fight in France, I was like, please tell me they're not gonna not like <laughs> I need I need this thing to be okay because I know well, something's gonna go wrong. I like how they, they made up so quickly as well because you know they just both just really wanted to be friends again. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a realistic like friendship breakup as it would be. Like mm. everyone's if you're really close with someone and you fall out with them, it's almost instantaneous that you're like, but I wanna be pr- I wanna talk to them about this or whatever and I think, yeah, I think that is shown really well. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I think this, this show does... It's going to sound really weird because if people who haven't watched it won't understand it, but sex education is really good at just portraying a real teenager's life. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nothing like these kind of fantasised American high school uh, drama shows. No. <laughs> Riverdale. Oh, to be fair, what? I mean... Riverdale's my guilty pleasure, but I can <laughs> definitely see that it's it's not it's not like like not sex education, is it? Not at all. Um, I love that when they were first like coming up with the concept of it and everything. The reason that everything was like everyone was in non-uniform and everything was different to like an actual British school is because they wanted it to be more accessible to American audiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read about that. <laughs> um, and to be fair, really clever marketing, and it kind of yeah, it made it more interesting to the English fans i think because we weren't going oh god it's another one set in a school with boring uniform <laughs> blah 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 and then obviously this series that all kind of came back and it was just yeah i suppose to be honest with you i kind of <laughs> i reflected back on on like our actual school and was like oh god it actually really was <laughs> about everything oh my god yeah um, but i like the way like it used to be like they spent a lot of time in the locker rooms and there's like big kind of classrooms with like the single desks, which is very, it's all very American, the school is. Yeah. Um, and then they painted over everything in grey this time and got the grey uniform and it just yeah. all suddenly became very British and it was... <laughs> it was all very British and I think it hit the British audience too hard. We were all yeah. like, oh God, oh, apart it really from, is like this. Apart from the signs, the signs around the neck, that was... Um, oh yeah. That was just villainous. And it... <laughs> Honestly, like I didn't, I, I thought... I knew Hope was going to be a character I wouldn't like, just from like all the teasers and the trailers and stuff. Yeah. But then, when she first appeared in, I was like, okay, maybe she's just like a little bit strict and like she brings a bit of order into it, whatever. And then as the series gets on, I'm like, she's borderline psychotic. <laughs> yeah, I know. At first, she was just a bit of like a spanner in the works, like for yeah, the yeah. students, and then she became like a full-on villain, like evil. By the end, <laughs> it's, it was it's like Michael Two Electric Boogaloo, isn't it? It's just. <laughs> It's just Michael, but worse. Exactly. On it, there was just so many things that I, I thought. Then thought, oh god! Like when they brought the line in originally, I thought, like this was my in my mind going too far too quickly. But I was like, oh god, it's going to be like boys and girls, and she's just going to split it down the middle. Then, then, a lot more. She, yeah, she kind of tried to do that anyway, but not with the line. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually yeah. talking about that. What do you think about Cal? Honestly, I really like the character. I really like their character. Yeah. Um, 
I think it's real. I mean, obviously, this show is constantly breaking boundaries and becoming like more inclusive of every- of everything. But mm-hmm. the fact that they're now including like non-binary people in it and like trans people and their experience through high school and stuff—that's really refreshing a little bit to see. Um, yeah, I think I think a lot of other non-binary people who you know people who struggle with or just anyone who struggles with their identity and self-image, I think, would really benefit from characters like Carl being in the show. Yeah, and I like the fact that they didn't necessarily make Cal a character that was just like um like trans rights obsessive or like non-binary um power like struck as it would be like you, yeah. you know sometimes you get those characters come in and they're kind of in there because they they're there to throw a spanner in the works and then they're throwing it in your face and they're trying to make everyone whatever. Mm. Cal kind of had the attitude of I'm non-binary or uh she has non they are non-binary yeah. right <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Um, they came in with the attitude of i'm non-binary and when everyone was like oh you're not gonna fight for this she was like no <laughs> i'm gonna do my own thing but i can't be bothered to fight against people who clearly don't want to listen and i think that's a very realistic standpoint and also very relevant to today yeah uh, and like society and stuff so i liked that <laughs> um, I, I think it was interesting that you, often with with well, non-binary characters or even, well, I was going to say gay characters, maybe not, but like non-binary and trans characters, especially, you, you don't often see them on the, like the, the love interest side. And then they, no. they kind of went there with this and then had Jackson struggles with it um, oh, because he wasn't sure if that meant, you know, if he was straight or not. And then he was like, you know, I think I am, so this is not going to work. But yeah. Honestly, yeah. I was kind of I was kind of rooting for something to happen there a little bit. But then, you know, obviously Jackson yeah. is straight and he's or he's certain that he is straight and it's a lot harder then for Cal to relate to that and for yeah. Jackson to try and change that. And I think that's very it, it's just a very um important point to make that it doesn't necessarily like we're not including this character to have a romantic relationship. It's just if something romantic mm. happens, it will happen and that's Nice to see. <laughs> yeah. Although I will say, as much as Cal's character is very, um, you know, inclusive and, and does a lot of good things, mm. they didn't really capture my attention as much as some of the other characters. No. I'm not sure. I feel like it's maybe because <laughs> they're American. <laughs> maybe a little bit. I don't know why they were American. That's the, like, I, I get that yeah. mm. the character's like, oh, we moved from michigan or mississippi or somewhere like uh now i'm gone where was it minneapolis there we go yeah um but like i don't know why they had to have an american character in there maybe because they knew they were going to go back to like the uniform thing and they were like oh god we need to keep an american in here to keep the americans <laughs> interested i don't know um yeah, i'm not sure i'm not, I'm not really sure yeah what we'll that added to the story or or the skateboard but i mean i don't know i guess that's classic american high school kid in it yeah Honestly, I think the, the, the turning point for me not liking Hope was when she was just like, no, you need to wear this part of the uniform. And Cal was just like, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, like you can't wear the trousers. Yeah, yeah, you need, no, they need to be tight-fitted. And it's like, why do they oh, need to yeah. be tight-fitted? Like even me as a straight <laughs> as a straight cis woman, I was like, yeah, why the hell do they need to be tight? Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it, it wasn't as bad as I was expecting. Like, when they first started arguing, I was expecting Hope to be like, oh, no, you need to be in a skirt. And at which point I was going to be like, I'm going to throw hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it wasn't that bad. But it was still like, 
it it really really bugged me <laughs> that she had she was being forced to wear like tight clothes and stuff. Um, yeah. Because I think even if you're not uh, like even if you're just a straight girl, sometimes I don't want to wear something that's tight all over my legs or anything like. No, no. So it's uh, or boys even like I mean boys wouldn't be, have to in this situation, but the point still stands, I guess. Um, because it, it it was just very British. We've we've had this conversation and argument with teachers over the years throughout all of our schools as well i'm pretty sure we so, had it like every year in high school yeah, <laughs> it, it, it happens it's like you no know, piercings like why what am i gonna do just like not do my work because someone's got a piercing in their ear like oh it's just it, it's the same thing it's, it's very accurate that thing irritated me as well when she was just like maybe you need to take that nose ring out oh i'm gonna start thinking you're not as smart as you think you're or whatever and i was like <laughs> really, you're really gonna judge Maeve just because she's wearing a nose ring? Like, oh my god! Literally, and just... I feel like like when they did the um the IVF storyline for Hope, yes, which you know is another thing that they're kind of including and highlighting, which I like. But it was kind of thrown in there to make you feel sorry Pity for her a, a little bit. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't at all because she no. was so evil. <laughs> it was that horrible to all of my favorite characters. I was like, no, that's it. I don't like. I feel whatever. I'm sorry for you, but I don't like you. <laughs> yeah, um, and then I feel like they either put that in there to make us feel sorry for her, or put it in there just so they could have the conversation with Otis in the last episode, so that Otis could then show his mum that he's good at therapy. That's the only the only reason that story yeah, existed. It really isn't like there isn't anything really to do with it. <laughs> I don't know. I I wrote in my notes that. Well, we need to discuss hope. But then I was like, one of my things to do with her is like, it was she overshadowed? And I think you kind of touched on it with Cal a little bit. There was that many like new characters and things happening that I felt sometimes like I looked over things and I feel like I'm going to mm. have to go back and rewatch it to be like, oh God, right, I missed that completely. Um, so like, I feel like you said, I think Cal is a little bit overlooked sometimes or like not forgettable, but like you don't realise she's there or they're there even, sorry. Um, which is horrible yeah. to say because I think she's a she. Oh god, I think they're a really good character to have in there. Um, it's just yeah, I know what you mean. It's kind of like there's so many interesting and dynamic characters in the show, like a whole range of personalities. And so when you have someone who's just a bit more reserved, a bit more kind of not over the top with their personality or that yeah, yeah, know, yeah. massively unique, it's they, they don't really stand out as much, and it's kind of it shows. <laughs> yeah. Um, but talking of over-the-top characters, shall we go on to uh, Rosie and Otis? Uh, no, not Rosie, Ruby and Otis, should I say? Yes. <laughs> yes. Honestly, I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. Like, I feel like they could have gone more a bit more into the fact that Otis was kind of being used a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Maybe he could have realised that and maybe resolved that. But then they went into the... You know, oh, it turns out Ruby actually really likes him, and it's just it's yeah. just kind of showing off in front of her friends when he's at school. Yeah, it's a bit of a, it's a messy one to be honest, and I, uh, a bit like the IVF thing with Hope. I kind of feel like the oh, and Ruby's dad's a like a druggie was kind of a little bit thrown in to give Ru- Ruby a bit of like a pity or like a a bit more character depth than just being a shallow popular girl. Yeah, um, which she'd been portrayed to be, and I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that as a character, like whatever. Um, but obviously, you'd been led for like 
two series and six episodes that she was just shallow popular girl with far too much money and then you just in in literally less than an episode you get that entire thing happen and then mm. Otis is like yeah I'm, I'm, I don't love you <laughs> um, <laughs> well yeah I feel like th- they hinted at it in the past that Ruby had was like hiding something like that no one had been to a house and she avoided it I think in season two I think I remember her saying something about it she might have done yeah um, I think she did she I think she mentioned her dad in this season actually but then yeah so they kind of went into that and Otis was the first person that saw it and yeah, I, I, I do like the character development that she got. I don't like how she instantly just w- went back to being horrible again when no. after they broke up. I feel like that was a bit redundant. Yeah, It, it made well, her it development redundant. I don't even think that would even be realistic, though. That's the thing. Like, I know some people just try and avoid the situation or try and act like the bigger person, but even then, you'd still probably get like the glancing look at Otis or something like that. Mm. Where she's like, oh, but. <laughs> and you didn't really get any of that in the following episode. Yeah, or at least it let Otis talk to her. <laughs> yeah, just. There's, yeah, there's little things that. There's a lot of that in the show. Have you noticed that? When someone will try and wants to talk to someone and the other person doesn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> it happens a lot, actually. It does happen a lot. <laughs> the relationship was very unexpected. I was like, oh. When yeah. the season started, I was like, oh, that's the thing, is it? Okay. Okay, where's this gone from? When they yeah. explained where it came from it as well, I was just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair <was>. enough. <laughs> okay. It's not realistic, but okay. Yeah. Um, or at least it's not realistic from what we've seen at high school. <laughs> yeah. It was just, yeah, it came out of the blue. I was kind of, I was never happy for Otis in that relationship at all mm, like yeah. I, th- I was kind of happy for ruby because i think it gave it did like mellow ruby out a little bit and kind of she was like okay fine you can wear your own clothes or whatever and then she kind of defended him at that mm. next bit that was quite cute but yeah i don't know there was uh, it never i think it's just because i'm I, i'm a may Otis stan <laughs> that i was just <laughs> like no no this is no <laughs> i mean we could talk about Maven Otis if you want then the voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, actually, they. I feel like they redeemed Isaac a lot in the se- in the season. They did. I, I honestly... re- really hated him by the end of season. Two. <laughs> he came into season two, and I was like, "Oh, he's a really cute character to have in here. It's going to be really good." Then he did the. Vo- then he deleted the voicemail at the end of the series. I was like, "That's it. I'm just gone." Don't I, like I mean, him. I was already iffy on his character because he became this kind of. Um, competition for Otis, and I was like, no. <laughs> and then he did that, and I was like, oh, oh, I doubly don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they re- they redeemed him, and I'm glad they they wrapped up his relationship with Maeve because obviously Maeve went to live with um, Anna. Is it Anna? Uh, yes. And then obviously went to America, so she's just kind of moved away from Isaac completely now, and they fell out, and so it was kind of like, okay, I'm glad to leave it there. <laughs> I don't want any more yeah. of this tension. <laughs> there was, I don't know how to describe it. I actually, I know I, I, ju- I literally just said I'm a Maven Otis stamp, but I did actually start to really like Maven Isaac, just like yeah. the fact that she was so gentle with him and like so... I mean, they're always, like, sex education is very good at doing that with all the sex scenes and everything. They're very much, like, let's make consent, like, a massive thing about this. But the fact that, you know, Emma Mackey's character was just, like, 
okay is this okay where can you feel whatever like that <laughs> yeah. like stuff like that i was like this is such a mature way of showing it and showing how you would do that in like in say you're in that situation yeah um, and that's another reason why hope is is so evil is because she's like trying to stop people from learning this the proper way and it's just like oh yeah i mean oh we're gonna go back to hope because she's a character <laughs> that annoys me but that episode that is where she, a where she splits everyone into boys and girls for it. B where she's just like the boys. It's like oh, you're gonna die of HIV and AIDS. A girl <laughs> never ever ever have sex ever because <laughs> it always ends in pregnancy. And it's like oh my god. Yeah. Um, and to be honest with you, this is gonna sound really bad, but I think part of our school was like regime for sex ed was also like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean we've always been split up for it, which is kind of it's weird stupid. when you think about it. I, I mean, I think I remember being in a sex ed class with the boys in like year six or something when you first start learning about it. Mm. But even you know, the moment you start getting into any form of detail, which is like high school age. Sorry for anyone who doesn't know what a middle school is, by the way. <laughs> Just thought about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, middle school was year five to eight for us, which was age 10 to 13? Nine, nine to 13. Nine to 13. Um, high school is 14 onwards in age wise. Sorry. <laughs> Um, no, when we get to high school, everything gets split up, and it's just yeah. It was well, we never necessarily had like anything as bad as well. I don't think you had anything as bad as you'll get HIV, HIV, AIDS, or whatever. Don't be gay. Um, It wasn't like celibacy. No, (laughs) no, it was never that. But I don't think we never really discussed anything that should probably come up. They they do the, yeah. whole, the whole like here's how to protect yourself. Don't get STIs, whatever. But they don't necessarily teach you anything else other than that when it comes to sex ed. And I think it it should actually be taught. But I think that's then going on to, off into a tangent, maybe. But no, I, I, this this show is really good for like realistic depictions of people. Yeah, um, and I I do really appreciate it for that. I did notice a, a couple of scenes in this season, especially like in the locker room. But there's always, you know, there's still a few buff guys with shirts yeah, off, yeah, yeah. But, you know. I mean, there's always yeah. a couple in school anyway, so it's not like everyone is no. huge. But... <laughs> yeah, there should probably have more realistic depictions in there, but I don't think it's... It's never bad for showing body types, I don't think, No. as a show. I, actually, something I would like to address, or just bring up... Um, Viv lost a lot of weight between. Yeah. In my opinion, she's lost a lot of weight between series two and series three. Yeah, I noticed that. And I just, I, I was talking to Emma about it, and I was saying I'm really happy for it if she's done it off her own back. But if she's changed her body type because either Netflix were like you need to be thinner, or if she was feeling pressure from fans to be thinner, that's awful. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Um, because I think she was like a, she was a really good character for showing that, like the the, big, the bigger side of things as it would be. Um, and at the end of series two, I was convinced Jackson was going to end up with her at one point. Mm. So, Although in some ways, I'm glad they didn't actually because it it's good to keep friend characters like that. <laughs> oh yeah, like pure friends. I, I I do like that, but I think it it did look like it was heading that way at the end of series yeah, two. Yeah, so, it did. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm always glad that Cal's there for him. I started to not like Viv though. <laughs> yeah, no, she she was being a massive suck up. 
massive sore throat. She was just like, oh, but my education. I'm like, I know, I know people like that. <laughs> yeah, because, people like that. Because in season two, she was depicted as like very intelligent and she's going really far in life, but she still knows like... Right from wrong almost. Yeah, yeah and, you know, deals with issues and, and she knows like how to treat people and whatever and then yeah. this she kind of just went <laughs> she threw it all out the window just so she could kind of further her school career yeah, good as, references maybe yeah know. as head girl but i don't know no neither do i it was just yeah it was a thought i had but i was just okay mm. anyway <laughs> eric and adam <laughs> oh yeah honestly the cutest relationship <laughs> Yeah, I I love Adam so much in this season. So honestly, the amount of vulnerability. Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah, he's had like the best character arc in the show, and he's changed so much. And I just I feel really bad for him for what Eric Eric did. (laughs) Honestly, Adam's Adam's had three seasons of character arc. Like it's it's just, and it's not even been like three series to have a character arc. It's been. Character arc in series one, character arc in series two, character arc in series three. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. He's such a well done character. <laughs> You're just going to analyze the character. Um, and no, I like yeah. the fact, oh, I love everything about that. Everything about that that came across in the series. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eric was a scumbag. <laughs> I cannot believe Eric did what he did. Yeah. Um, in I mean, Nigeria. Yeah. But, it's. I can't hate Eric though. I I really can't. Oh no, Eric's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help but love Eric, but yeah, I don't. That was not the best decision that he made. No, I'm not worried though that Adam's going to go off and try and get with Raheem. Yeah, that, I don't. Yeah, they weren't hinting at it. They were like more sort of saying that there was like a friendship going on, and obviously, um, Adam went to Raheem for poetry advice, but. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't want them two to end up together. I want it to be Eric and Adam. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> speaking of of Eric, I um, I really liked the Nigeria arc. Yeah. In that episode, it was really good. I like the fact that his mom finally like didn't say you can talk about being openly gay with your grandma, but was like, you can talk about it, just don't mention the fact that it's a boy or don't mention the fact that you're yeah. gay like it's yeah she did that at the end when they were leaving didn't she? she was like oh yeah eric's already with someone and he was like oh <laughs> yeah she, yeah and then grandma was like who is she what's she like and he was just like they're really interesting and i was like oh it's so good yeah. <laughs> um and i love eric's family they're all so like positive and yeah happy. i love it <laughs> just oh makes me so happy and I think really Eric quite... really came into his own. Like he was really confident this series, which was nice yeah. to see. Yeah, we we got a bit of return of season one Eric, which I like because in season two yeah. he was a lot more reserved, I think, and restrained. I guess. Be <laughs> yeah, like, in... like we didn't get as much as like colorful Eric as we normally did, but yeah. No, I mean in layman's term, and this is gonna sound really stupid. Series one, Eric was like a middle. Series two, Eric was a bottom. Series three, <laughs> Eric is now a top. And it's like... <laughs> yeah, and no, it's... it's oh. Yeah, I, I love that we've got like old Eric back and he's he's still so funny. And I love... You know, he's always like like kissing his teeth. Have you noticed, have you noticed him doing yeah, that a lot? Yeah, he does. 
<laughs> and the scene at the vending machine in the last episode as well. That was great. <laughs> Eric always has like the iconic scenes, and I adore yeah. that. <laughs> and I love the fact that him and him and Otis still have such a good friendship. Like, yeah, they were no. sitting the treehouse at the end, and he's like, oh, "At least we still got each other." And I was like, "It's so wholesome." <laughs> <laughs> you two guys, it's so good. I just. Ugh. That just everything, just everything Eric makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, um, um I, th- I feel like um the Nigeria stuff and like how he, he has to hide hide himself because it's illegal. I feel like that's kind of a, an interesting conversation to have because you know a lot of people in the West still aren't don't really it's kind of they kind of take it for granted, right? They just don't really yeah they kind of take kind of it as normal yeah. Um, yeah, it's good that they addressed it that like not every culture is yeah. like LGBTQ plus whatever. I apologize because yeah. I don't know all the acronyms. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it's it's really good to show it and I think Eric fi- I mean it sucks for Eric because obviously he has to hide who he is, but I think yeah. it's good that they like showed it and I, I think it's good that they showed like a gay club as it would be in Nigeria and how it has to be hidden and underground and secret and um, yeah and how the, the guy um, I can't remember his name took Ogle, like, I think it is isn't it yeah check for escape routes and stuff before he went in and, yeah but and to be honest as much as Eric made a bad decision I don't necessarily blame him because like he said he, he felt free it was free. like it was like a big thing for him to express you know that that part of him in a place where it's illegal <laughs> yeah imagine how that might have felt so yeah i mean i was completely worried because obviously they'd said like the entire series before like the entire however many episodes before when you whenever discussing nigeria you cannot be you cannot show that you're gay and whatever and yeah. then obviously at the reception the photographer is gay and is like I, I can show you like a good time basically um, and I was so worried that something bad was going to happen to Eric. I was just, oh no, I was yeah. waiting for it to all go wrong and Eric end up like injured or kidnapped or something like that. And I was like, oh, I don't think I've got the emotional capacity to deal with that because obviously yeah. at that time, Adam didn't have his phone on him because of the whole, you know, hope thing. <laughs> oh god, um, yeah, I was expecting that to be like Eric needing his help, like needing to call him or something. Yeah, and exactly, can't. and he can't. Or oh, it was just. And the scene where he got in the car and it all went quiet and very awkward and and they got out of the car and then Eric's just like no where are we whatever and like actually yeah. started to get worried and I'm like oh, my baby must if anyone knows my baby <laughs> I swear to God <laughs> no, but, um, no but it was it was fine and uh, I'm glad nothing happened to me. Same. <laughs> it would have been a horrible thing to watch. just actually that would have made that episode even worse than it already yeah. was. Um. Oh, to be fair, oh. I felt that as well with Jean. Yeah. When, oh, when she gave oh. birth, I was like, if, if the next episode she if Jean's doesn't dead, live till the if end. If Jean's dead, I'm gone, that's it. I'm done with the series. Yeah. I need Jean in my life. Um. Oh, gosh, what's his name? Thingy Groff, oh, like Adam's dad. Michael. He had such a good storyline. Yeah. Um. Because obviously he was kind of, well, he's been in all three, but... Not really been in all three. Um, he's always been like a sub character, as I would say. And then he actually had kind of development this series, which was nice to see. Um, yeah. I like when was... he stood up and stumped and like shouted at his brother and walked out. 
Yeah. That was good. I think well, I just think the entire way they addressed like his generation or like the t- two generations above us or whatever, they didn't talk about mental health. The boys had like a, th- a set things like a set um, hole to fill, as it would be. Um, that sounds like such a euphemism for this show. <laughs> 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 they, 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 yeah, but they have like um, a set thing to fit into, and they can't break out of that. So then. Michael got bullied for that by his own dad and his brother when he was younger for that. And the fact that then Michael, by the end of the series, is like, you know what? You're an arsehole. <laughs> yeah. You bullied me because you didn't want to feel dad's wrath. And so you put it on me and whatever and storms out. And I'm like, you go, Michael. You go. So proud. <laughs> and I love that he, like, before he didn't really have a passion. He was just kind of uptight head teacher. And now he's around cooking and he become really good at it. And he, like, makes, yeah. he makes Maureen... You know, like when you invite her over for food, pie and just oh, <laughs> yeah, he, he discovered a love for Mexican food. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't blame him. Some well, of the best no, food. who who can say no to nachos and fajitas? <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, I like the fact that Maureen kind of found a freedom again a bit more. Um, yeah, just I, I know obviously that then <laughs> then she hooks up with Michael at the, at the end, but I like the fact that she's like. I'm enjoying being wild and free as it would be. <laughs> mm. And as much um, as I as I feel bad for Michael, I'm kind of glad they didn't get back together because I, I feel like that would have been a strange decision for Maureen to make. Yeah, because she'd been so happy not being with him and whatever. Yeah. Um, like he, he charmed her and, you know, they they had a, a good night and then nothing came of it, I guess. Yeah, she's just like, but we can't do this again. <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like I need to go back to Adam because a lot of things happened to Adam this series, or like yeah. happened around Adam, and I'm just—it's it, it, when you discuss it all, you're like, oh, like the fact that he he really wants to try and better himself in yeah. school, like and actually buckle down and stuff. That was, I think, he, well, obviously, even the teachers are like, huh? <laughs> yeah, um, and, 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 and he's of... like, he wants to get better at writing, but he knows he's just not good at it and he he's like struggling and so he finds something else to to be good at as well with training um madam madam there we go that's the one it's just oh part of me was like i feel like he's trying to better himself in school to become more at eric's level which even still is adorable because yeah he's bettering himself i guess it's for another person to some degree but he is still bettering himself which would probably benefit him later on in life and whatever else and it's just I, yeah, and then and like writing poems as well oh it's so cute <laughs> it's so cute it, and, and I love how they explore Adam's vulnerability and I said it before but like series 2 obviously he gets sent off to like army cadet school or whatever that it was, is that was series 1 that was series two. No, no, no. Series two, he got sent off because that was he wasn't at school for series two. No, it was like it was like um, a couple of episodes near, near the end of season one, I think. Well, yeah, so he I'm... got sent off there, but then like he spent all of series. Uh, good quote. Oh yeah, okay. I'm getting my series mixed up, but still. <laughs> no, I know <laughs> what you mean. Though, whenever, whenever he watched it, I was like, wait, that's, that's season one. <laughs> <laughs> what? I thought this was all season two. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like the fact that they explore Adam's vulnerability and like. The fact that he's still kind of getting to know himself a bit more, I think that's it's very refreshing to see, especially in a male character, because obviously you see it a lot with female characters just everywhere, but yeah. you don't necessarily see a dude trying to explore 
themselves and like what they feel comfortable with and everything like that. Because um, obviously he's still coming, kind of coming to terms with the fact that he's bi. I think or was he gay? Bi, I think. I mean, and he said, "Yeah, he says bi." Yeah. Um, so he is still coming to terms with that and trying to figure out what he wants. And then obviously, him and Eric have that little argument where neither of them know what's going on and Eric thinks it's because he doesn't like him anymore and it's just because Adam doesn't know how to express himself because of then his fault. There's a lot of <laughs> Yeah. Um and I just think it's really nice to see the fact that he goes to talk to Otis about like not talking to Eric and then actually gets therapy and Otis is just like, have you ever tried just like not looking at someone when you talk to them about what you're feeling? <laughs> and then he does it and he talks about all the stuff that's bugging him and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, and then he does just... it with Miss Sands as well, and just turns around. <laughs> She's like, "Why do you turn around?" <laughs> yeah, just ah, uh. <laughs> yeah. I think that's how you can tell that, like, the differences between the characters. Because obviously, Eric's been used to Otis and Jean, and like <laughs> how like therapists work and whatever. So he kind of just brushes it off as, "Okay, I'll turn around, whatever. It's not that big of a deal." Whereas Miss Sands is just like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, and yeah, she's she's taken aback by the fact that he even wants to move up sets and stuff. And I just hope that next series, Adam doesn't then spiral down to a point where he doesn't want to be better at stuff. Mm. And, like, yeah, ah, I really hope it doesn't happen. <laughs> I've got a feeling there might be some sort of arc where he kind of relapses into bullying again. <laughs> yeah, he could even it... go back to bullying Eric again. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> No. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, something else I was going to mention is how much goofier this season is. Like some of the jokes yeah. and things that happen are just so wild <laughs> in this season. <laughs> and the you can goat. probably guess one of the things. Well, yeah, the goat is one of them. We and we would love goat, but goat. I mean the uh, um, the windshield incident. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, it's... <laughs> oh yeah, but I mean, I mean the other windshield incident though. The other windshield. Oh, the other windshield. The <laughs> oh, that windshield incident. Oh no. And on it, it's like kind of relatable because you always kind of on school trips and stuff panic that these things happen, or not even necessarily on school trips, just like when you're out. It's like, oh no, what if oh, I God, yeah. need to go to the toilet, or what if I, you know. And it's kind of, and then this actually happens, and it. Oh my god! The fact that Jackson and Cal were high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that bit was really random. I'm not sure why that bit was in there. Yeah, same. <laughs> Just, I don't really know where it came from, and then I'm no. like, okay, Jackson's now into drugs? Question mark. <laughs> I don't know. Um. I love that it was um, Raheem that did the poo, though. That's like. So that yeah. last character you'd expect to be in that situation. He's like this spotless French person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose it worked out because he's the only one that can speak French, so he uh, yeah. lied to everyone about it. <laughs> I like how that scene then turned into like the My Vagina scene from Series 2. Or oh, Series yeah. 1, even. Yeah, um, yeah. I, <laughs> I just think it's really funny how all the boys then stood up for him. Like That was really cute. <laughs> Yeah, well, um, I mean, Adam did because he felt bad, and then Jackson did because he's high. <laughs> <laughs> but still, the thought counts. The yeah. thought counts. <laughs> thought was there. Oh, right. I don't know who sent it into our group chat, but the thing about um, 
Oh, whoever's the music oh, yeah, teacher, I can't remember his actual name. <laughs> the fact that, that no one can unsee you from oh, yeah. horrible history. <laughs> it's mentally disturbing me now because I'm just like, I'm expecting you to turn around and he's be a... like, hi, I'm a shouty man. <laughs> he's a shouty man. <laughs> I, I love his character though. He's, I love I love it how he's like he's so happy and just chill all the time. And then <laughs> and then when the poo incident happens, he gets he just goes crazy <laughs> and like shouts and then storms off, which is funny. Seeing his character actually being serious and like yeah. angry was such a shock. I was like, I don't know what to do with all this. I don't know what to do. I love how he was just vibing and drumming as well when Michael came around and then just just let Michael stay. It was, yeah, it's fine, whatever. So just, the adult friendships in this show are so good. Yeah, <laughs> like Jean and Maureen is possibly the best friendship I've ever, like. I can imagine it being Maven and, and Amy when they're older. That's how. Yeah. <laughs> I also love the whole thing about Maeve kind of getting adopted by Anna by the end yeah. of the series. Anyway, like that's really cute. Obviously, she's now going off to America, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, like Maeve making up with her mom as well. I'm glad they. I'm glad they made up. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad that um, Elsie question mark yeah um, has actually now got a kind of a stable household to live in. Yeah, I know yeah, she's definitely. obviously not a major character with any discernible like <laughs> character arc or anything, but that character became very real. So I think hmm. yeah, it's nice to see that that Elsie's being taken care of and hasn't been forgotten about almost because shows like this do have a tendency to just forget that certain characters exist <laughs> yeah um yeah i think mave it's weird because mave had like i feel like she wasn't in this season as much as the other two no i think for like the first couple of episodes i kind of i was missing mave i was like where is mave in all of this yeah. like, she's not really involved in any of this and then obviously like the her and isaac thing happens and then she's kind of more relevant and then the france trip happens and that brings her back into it a lot and it's yeah, and then um, we finally get the Maven Otis. Finally. Honestly. So happy. So yeah, happy. I mean, like, we get the kiss in France, and then it's like, that's what causes kind of Isaac's um, downfall as, as her friend, and then. Yeah. And then it actually cycles back, and we get them for real, but then it gets taken away straight away because she goes to America. Instantly taken. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm okay with it. I'm o- I said this, I can't remember who I was saying it to. But I said, honestly, if they don't renew it for a series four, I'm not that angry because there's a lot of things that have like had a closure, had a bit of closure to it mm. that I'm, I'm happy if it ended. I mean, obviously, the Eric and Adam storyline needs to have a comp- like they need to get back together. But yeah. Yes. Oh, and <laughs> but, another thing that, that needs to be resolved is the fact that it's not Jacob's baby. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <gasps> forgot about that. Forgot about that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Completely forgot about that. I mean, they don't reveal who it is, but she obviously opens a letter and it's like, oh, She's like, oh, <laughs> oh <shit>. no. <laughs> <laughs> and then we ever get anything out of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, Jesus. I was like, Jean, no. <laughs> Does that mean like the whole moving and blending of the family was all for nothing? And then, or like, I don't know. Pretty much, but it must mean that she had sort of, she did sleep with someone around the same time as she was sleeping with Jacob. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's bike guy. Oh God, I really hope not. <laughs> Oh no! God, who is it? That's, or maybe it's Otis's dad, but I don't think. I think they only kissed, right? I don't know. I hope it wasn't. Oh no! <laughs> what if it's Otis's like full sibling? That'd be. Oh yeah. no! I honestly, I know 
when they do series four, it will be Gene won't tell Jacko Jacob uh, even, oh, and then yeah. he'll find the letter, and then it'll kick off an entire thing. That will oh, be how God. they do it, and it will be horrible because it's I won't be want so to sit stressful. through it. <laughs> I, was like, I can't do this. I can't watch this episode. I'm gonna have to skip it. It's gonna be like watching an episode of Mr. B. I'm just gonna be stressed the entire time. <laughs> and then Omar, and then Mordale isn't a thing anymore. Oh yeah, Sparkside. I mean, what kind of name is that? Well, not even that. By the end of the series, they're like, yeah, oh, we haven't yeah. been to Mordale uh, anymore. Yeah, I forgot about that, actually. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they, have, they have to do a season before then because of all these things. So. Yeah, there's nothing, yeah, no, I'm thinking about it. I, I just as long as nothing happens between Otis and Maeve, that's all I care about. Yeah. <laughs> that, that needs to stay now. There's no, we don't need any more, like, trouble around that. They've had three series and they've finally got, like, the thing they need. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping they, they go for long distance or, like, try and wait until Maeve gets back. Yeah, just kind of leave it where it is. I really hope so. Unless Ruby then tries to come in, because obviously Ruby saw her on the bus. Oh yeah, true. Well, no, there's things mm. that could happen. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't want it to happen. I, I, I had one more point from uh, this season being more goofy, and that is the microwave scene. Um, <laughs> if the caravans rocking, don't come knocking. Oh my god. That scene was horrific. I, why did they include I didn't, that? I didn't need it in my life. I genuinely <laughs> think I'm mentally scarred from it. Why? <laughs> they killed the cat. That's like, and they killed the cat in like, the silliest way as well. Like <laughs> the caravan shaking so much that the microwave fell out of the wall, <laughs> landed on the cat. What? It was so mentally traumatizing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh god! To be honest with you, I was half expecting because obviously Otis walked him home after that uh, that bit. I was genuinely half expecting Otis to run into Maeve or Isaac or someone, and it never happened. And it was just yeah, odd. Oh god, I, I forgot that scene even happened. I feel like I tried to blank it out my mind. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, Joe Wilkinson's great. I love him in his uh, like panel shows and stuff. And then yeah. Just yeah, and I wasn't yeah. expecting him to be in it as much. Like he was in it a bit at the beginning, and then he had the scene with um, Ruby and Ruby's dad as well. Yeah, I she just... was like, "Oh, my dealer's here," and then it, and then it was him, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, oh, <laughs> okay, yeah." I just I don't know. Joe Wilkins is obviously in a suit all the time, and then like is a very serious like comedian as it would be, with a very dry sense of humor, and then you see him in this, <laughs> and you're just like, "And now you've killed a cat." <laughs> You killed the cat with a microwave. <laughs> I actually can't with that scene. It's <laughs> so stupid, but I love it. Oh God Almighty! Oh yeah. God. I mean, uh... I was going to mention one last thing. Oh, that was it. We're going. I'm going to go back to Hope being evil again because I didn't <laughs> like. I could get the fact that she was like. Under, under pressure from like the governors and whatever that she needed to change the image of the school to make prospective you know students or whatever like then the sign thing happened and i was like okay so now we're going back to medieval times that's fine yeah you know? <laughs> totally disapprove of that poor lily oh, oh i know we didn't talk about lily oh. we completely forgot about lily let's talk about lily before we go back to home being evil oh yeah i love um, lily she's great She's such a pure character. Well, <laughs> well pure, pure in the, in a sense. <laughs> yeah. 
I feel so bad for this series. I mean, obviously, you kind of get a bit more of an exploration of her character, which explains a couple of things, but just... I mean, oh. Hope probably treats her the worst. Like, like she put, she entered the competition and then it got posted and she got made fun of and it got used as a vessel to berate the school as well. Yeah, like, not it wasn't... <laughs> not that it was bad enough that already, like, people from the school, people, like, her peers and whatever were taking the taking the whatever out of it for a story <laughs> yeah. you then had like well then obviously adam adam was accused of doing the poo thing in france and then who was the other oh and cal being a rebel and not wearing proper uniform so then hope's decision is like oh yeah let's just single out these three kids yeah and, and it's like, like a... signs of, of the punishment like exactly and then if you notice when they had the forum she told it told who was it it was it? i think it was cal right Told them to take take the sign off before she went in the room. Before they went. Yeah, in. it's just the fact that like Lily's character is made out to be a very anxious character. I think they've not necessarily explored her mental health, but I would say from what you watch, Lily is a very anxious character, a very introverted, anxious character who likes like her own little system in her own little bubble, and she doesn't really venture out of it a lot. So then yeah. for her to be singled out by someone of influence, like the head teacher of your school, <laughs> when you're already yeah. being bullied by your peers, to then just be like, okay, yeah, and no one can talk to this girl because she's done something really, really bad. And it's like, that is the absolute worst thing you could do to that child. Yeah. <laughs> it's the complete opposite of what you should be doing. <laughs> you should be supporting her or going, okay, is everything okay? Can I do anything? You know? Yeah. I'll take you out of lessons to avoid kids if you want that. Like that should be how you deal with that situation, not scold and shame them and then and then literally make them isolated from everyone. Like it's no wonder she doesn't want to go in school. It's no wonder that she decides to like pack up all the things that she loves. Yeah. Because uh, and, and we we already saw earlier on how easily like Lily gets kind of I don't want to say offended, but like hurt by you know people questioning well, how she yeah, is because she dealt with she it liked. her whole life yeah yeah because we saw that with ola like being a bit like oh sometimes i want to you know do a bit more normal rather than with all the alien stuff and she kind of took that to heart and felt that that was yeah and it's i mean i don't know whether i don't like ola for it or not because obviously they made up at the end and everything but yeah in that moment i was like Ollie. Oh, oh, Ollie. <laughs> I mean, it needed to be said because I think it was a thing that was bugging them in their relationship. But, like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was another relationship that got broken. Um, but it was another opportunity for Otis to fix things a little bit because that's his magic therapy skills. <laughs> yeah, that scene where he's outside a door. That's, that's really nice. I love that. Actually, I do. I really like the character development of Otis. I know he he kind of always goes. It's not. He never has a massive character arc, like a character like Adam or anything like that. Mm. But I think the fact that, um, literally everyone around him, including even Eric, was like, since you stopped being around Maeve and since you stopped like the sex clinic because of her, you've become an arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was effectively what they were getting at. Um. And I just like the fact that, you know, by the end of the series, Otis is like, okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I was like escaping Maeve and then turning into a completely different person to get away from her instead of just moving on. Um, yeah. And just the fact that, you know, he, he 
the very realistic thing of close friends will actually tell you when you're doing something that they don't like or like something that's wrong or whatever. That was a very realistic thing to include because I know you. <laughs> I know you would tell me if I was doing something like <laughs> like that or something. I mean, I don't think I ever would, but if I was, <laughs> you'd yeah. probably be one of those people who'd go, "Eve, <laughs> dude, j- j- just not." <laughs> um, so yeah, I really liked that about it. But yeah, back to hope being horrible. <laughs> Let me finish off my point there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Obviously, the sign thing happened, and that was disgusting and whatever. And I was like, okay, she actually can't get worse than this. She's just, she's focusing too much on these governors and whatever else and not trying to be, run her school her way. Oh, God, the fact that she locked Cal up at the end of the series. Oh, yeah. For the showcase. I was yeah, like, uh, okay, we're just bored. Or we've just bored. And you're just a horrible person. <laughs> yeah, and then, um, she, and then she gets in a physical fight with Ruby. Yeah, exactly! <laughs> It's, it's which, just... which was funny because Ruby, using her classic Ruby skills, sprayed her with perfume in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Completely. But it was just, I don't know, it was just a bit that I was like, okay, you, you've gone from being like really strict head teacher under pressure from governors to just being an immorally horrible person. <laughs> yeah. Um, just... she, 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 oh, went from, she went from Thanos and Infinity War to Thanos and Endgame. Exactly. Perfectly, and we've related it back to the podcast. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, but I think that's all my notes on it. Yeah, I've got nothing left. Uh, so, oh, I almost forgot. What is your escape of the week, Will? Ah, yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I've got one to so I... <laughs> So, I mean, last week's was... Uh, I watched the first two Planet of the Apes movies, right? Yes, you did. So this week, I watched the third one. That's, that's what my escape movie is going to be. Finished, <laughs> finished the trilogy. Nice. And what the third one wasn't, wasn't quite as good as the first two, but it was still very good. So If you had to rank them, trilogy. what order would you put them in? <laughs> um, three, two, one, probably. Okay, worst the best. Ah, okay, yeah, worst of best. Nice, nice, nice. Um... What is my escape of the week? I mean, I've had a lot of escapes this week, to be honest. Series 3 of Sex Education was probably one of them. Because <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I spent an entire day watching it. <laughs> <laughs> um, my friend also introduced me to It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which I've kind of become a little bit obsessed with. It's pretty funny. I need to start um, watching that as well. It's like early, like, it's very tongue-in-cheek humour where you're just like, oh, God, if they ran this today, <laughs> they'd be shot. Um but it's really funny, at least in the first couple of series. Um, but then I've also been, I've also retaken up my writing. That's exciting. That's exciting, yeah. Um, I've written, I've written eight pages. freaking <laughs> 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 novel already. Um, <laughs> I've been wanting to get into writing a little bit, but I just, I don't know how to start. <laughs> that's the, that's my issue. Honestly, I don't know how I started this one because obviously I, I planned one out a couple of years ago. Well, not at the start of the uni last year, I planned one out and I was like, oh, this is going to be really good and then just never had any motivation. I couldn't start it off or anything like that. This one, well, I don't even know what I came up I literally found something and I was like, oh, that's really cool. I started writing and then I've just written eight pages. So <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Um, but I've now reached a point with it, even though I'm only in the first chapter. 
I've reached a point where I'm like, I could start and make this into like a fantasy novel with a bit of romance in it, or I could make it like a solely romance novel that's set in the realistic world. So I th- <laughs> I'm kind of stuck between the two hmm. because, I mean, obviously I don't have any real experience with romance because, you know. Um... <laughs> I, love, I love how you've started writing the book and you're now having a dilemma of what genre it should be. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I've, I've started writing it. I have no idea. Yeah. Pretty much. It's just, <laughs> I wrote one sentence and then I was like, oh, this could make a really good end, like, intro into a fantasy novel with, like, magic and darkness and all that lot. And then just, like, add a little bit of romance in there for a bit of fun, <laughs> which yeah. is more something I'd read, to be honest. So I'm probably going to go with that. But <laughs> um, yes. it's really odd because I started writing this with, like, the, the idea of it being romance. And then I was texting uh, one of our friends and was like, I don't know why I'm writing this because I don't read this stuff in my spare time. I don't like reading it because it's predictable. Yeah. So <laughs> thank God I found a way to like divert it into another genre a little bit to something I would read. But oh, there you go. Exactly. That, that, that would be my goal with writing. It's just write what I would want to read. read. Like, yeah. like I've planned out like a a large part of a whole like fantasy universe, and it's just like it's just based completely off everything I love the most. <laughs> God. Take inspiration off of everything that you know that I enjoy. So that's yeah. how you should do it. That's I want to. I want to see all of this. I was. <laughs> I'm <laughs> expecting notes. We, we should. Yeah, we should share. We should share novels in the future. <laughs> Collaborate. Well, yours will be a novel. Mine will be a, a mind map, probably. Oh no! You should make a graphic novel. I could see you doing that. Yes. That's what I was thinking with mine, because it would be very action-focused. I want every action scene to be like a comic book spread. Yeah! And then and then have normal, normal reading in between. But anyway, oh we're getting God. off track here. We're so getting off track here. Let's end the episode. <laughs> uh, right, everybody, thank you for listening this week. We know it's not our usual scheduled broadcast, uh, but <laughs> it's something fun, it's something popular. We're obsessed with it, so we hope you liked enjoying like listening to this too. Um as always, get involved on Twitter, Instagram, and let us know what your escape of the week has been. Yeah, um, it's been really fun talking about it. And next week, we also have another review, I believe. Yes, we do. So, <laughs> as long as um, we can get to watch it. <laughs> yes, so <laughs> look forward to that if you like reviews, I suppose. Yeah, look forward to that. We're back on the normal Marvel Star Wars-y type of thingy, but yep. we know that's what you guys like. So... <laughs> um, That's it for this week. Thank you for listening and we'll see you then. See you next time.